T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. What the God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horn. The fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. 503-864-6326 is the fan text line. Make sure, you, make sure you text it. Text it real good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? That's a ticket. All right. All right. Uh, Combine is this week. I'm excited I'm so... It. Listen, I could not have planned my surgery better. I am going to sit there and watch... Nothing. You're going to watch grown men run around in their undies. Oh, God, it's great. <laughs> he's laying around in bed in his undies. Yeah, damn right. I lo- I'm like you, man. They're going to start talking about injury history, and you're like, hey, we're the same. <laughs> Built different. I'm in my undies. You're in your undies. I got a hip. You got a hip. <laughs> but, like, I I love – there's there's not much in sports that I love watching Damn. More than freak athletes doing freak athlete things. <laughs> yeah, it's it crazy. Is, it is so much fun to watch a six foot five, three hundred and forty pound offensive tackle run a four seven one forty, yeah. and you go, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah, and people, those are the freaks. Those are the true freaks. Because like that same guy will have like a thirty. 30- Four inch vertical, yeah. right? And you're like, and people, people are like, oh well, this guy had like 42 inches. Like, you don't understand. He's 340 pounds, and he almost jumped three feet off the ground. Like the explo- like he has like a nine and a half foot broad jump, and you're like, what, what, what? <laughs> How did 340 pounds make it almost 10 feet? Yeah, I'm lucky if you can slip a piece of paper under my feet when I jump. <laughs> Like it's, we get so blown away by the the crazy numbers that come up in in the combine, like the Chris Johnsons running the what the, the unconfirmed four one nine forty and stuff like that. We're like, oh, if you're not running a four three, you're not like. Do you know what four four speed really looks like? It's a lot faster than you think. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. I love it when they uh, when Rich Eisen does the run which run, yeah, and they do the overlay of him over like fifty different prospects, yeah, and it shows you like. It's a good comparison of what every dad would look like out there. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, for everybody's like, oh, things just went right for me in high school. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. There's no world. Or you get a uh, Mozzie from Michigan who's going to yeah. go in there and probably bench press 225 40 times. Mm-hmm. 
He's he's gonna do something. It's gonna break a combine record, and you're gonna go. Oh, his standing broad oh. jump may be the one to watch. Yeah, because he's explosive as hell. Yeah, he's a freak. But what this also means, though, outside of uh, you know guys running around in underwear, which isn't the whole reason. Like the, that's fun to watch mm-hmm. is the the freak athleticism. But we're talking about how many freaks there are mm-hmm. in the NFL. That isn't really a game changer, a a make it or break it performance. What you do in what we see on TV, it's the medicals, it's the interviews are the two things that the combine you get the most out of from a franchise and the draft. But outside of that, this is where deals are brokered. This Mm -hmm. is where trades get done. This is where player movement happens. It is because everybody's in Indianapolis together. Yeah, everybody's going to St. Elmo's and and Mm -hmm. having shrimp cocktail. And getting all hammer drunk and deals get pounded out during these times in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also big smoke signal time. Remember last last week we were talking about the Bears being open to trading Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy it. I don't buy it. No. Now today the report from Adam Schefter is... The Bears are leaning towards trading the number one overall pick, which mm. you don't trade Justin Fields and the number one pick, folks. I mean, you could. <laughs> yeah, they, but that's I mean, more of like... Uh, very Bearsian. Yeah, that's even more Texans-y. Fair, know? fair. Yeah, that could be a Texans yeah. move. But if you're the Chicago Bears, this is where we will see a lot of teams, and a lot of these teams are just jockeying for their positioning, right? And that that's the important part uh, that you got to kind of read between the lines in all of this stuff is how in the world can the Bears make the number one draft pick more uh, valuable? Mm-hmm. It, and that is by saying, hey, we might trade Justin Fields sure. first. And then it's like, no, we're going to hang on to him. So if you want your guy, you got to come through us. You got to come through us. And that's where the halls get pretty big. Uh, it, it is pretty interesting, though, to see – Teams that will smoke signal in this draft, okay? Mm-hmm. Anybody in the top five? A hundred percent. Bears, number one. Mm-hmm. Texans, number two. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, number three. Uh-huh. Uh, Colts, number four. Yep. And then the Seahawks. Usually, I wouldn't say the Seahawks, but when you have the number five and number twenty picks, they are one of four teams that have two first round picks. And they all of a sudden they could have a lot more. They could have a ton more. Another team to watch in this is the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. And, and the Philadelphia Eagles hold the 10th and 30th picks in the draft. Good spots to be. Especially when you're the defending NFC champions mm-hmm. and you dang near pulled off a Super Bowl, Super Bowl victory against the Kansas City Chiefs. They have the 10th and 30th picks. You, The value that they can get in with those two picks is mind-boggling. Plus, how, how high do you think they can get? Six? They can get wherever. I think they can. Yeah, they can get. Do you into, think? They, do you think ten and thirty gets you in the, in the top five? Yeah, it'll well, fifth. It'll get you in the, that fifth spot. For so, Seattle, so, if, so if they wanted Will Anderson, perhaps. Uh, I think Will Anderson's going to be gone. There's going to be a lot of teams trading up to once the quarterback situation gets mm-hmm. gets figured out. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the two guys. Like again, if you're Philadelphia and you've got this aging defensive line, you get to the edge. Go get yeah. maybe you get the Fletcher Cox was he, what thirty four. There's also with with a team like Philly though is they can go either way and mm. say all right so you say your ex team rebuilding mm. uh, say Houston Houston's got two first round picks already mm. they got number two and number twelve you guys are rebuilding right now 
We know you're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. All right. Let, what what are we going to do to get a young edge rusher from you, and you can take one of our other first round picks. There you go. You you want thirty? We'll give you we'll give you thirty if you're in rebuild, and we'll we'll take young young talent from you. Teams that want to get in and say, you know what? This what about ain't a Carolina? It. A Brian Burns? See, that seems to be the one guy they're not willing to part with, though. But if that because time he's comes, super good. He is super good. Well, then you probably give up, give up one of your first, and you say, let's let hey, let's play a little ball let, here. Yeah, let's let's get a real deal done. There are three of the four teams that have two first round picks are probably in that territory mm-hmm. of, hey, we are good right now. Seattle, mm-hmm. Philly, mm-hmm. Detroit is the other one. Ooh. Detroit has six and eighteen. They have the Rams, That's a good spot to be. pick, and then they got the eighteenth overall pick. They can improve tremendously because they weren't that far off last year. No, they just need some help on the on the defensive side of the ball. And you get that, you can get the young way through the draft, or you can move around and get some really productive players with two first round picks. I actually like what Detroit's doing. That sounds weird, right? If you're if you're in charge of of the Lions and you've got um, Hutchinson on one end, and you're at six. And one of Carter or Anderson falls, mm. which I don't think is going to happen. Let's just let's say one of them falls. Would you rather them take that guy and be better in the front, even if it's not a premium position because you already have Hutchinson? Yeah. Or would you rather them trade back and get more? Uh, trade back and get more, probably. And that's that's ultimately where I fall to. Because they they need a lot not a lot of help but they need they need depth they know. need premium help mm-hmm. is what they need in that you can get and here's the thing right now as it as it stands the first corner off the board is probably from Oregon yeah Christian Gonzalez and look that is that's a guy that look Oregon has had what three straight drafts with the first, uh, top ten pick mm-hmm. you, you, Christian Gonzalez He's right on that edge he is depending on where you look he I've seen him as high as the fifth best mm-hmm. prospect uh the athletics Dane Brol, uh, was it Brugler mm-hmm. he uh he had him at fifth today I've seen him nine ten eleven he could be in that conversation of one of if not the first corners off the board and you what we do know is that the uh Detroit Lions they do appreciate guys from Oregon Penne Sewell <laughs> They'll go out and they'll draft the state of Oregon, and they evaluate whatever scout they have in in this region. Mm-hmm. Don't know who it is. They love this region because Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State. You have Penne Sewell, who they went pushed all in on, and Amon it's Ra. worked. Amon Ra St. Brown on the West Coast. They will they will go after guys from the West, mm-hmm. and they trust whatever scout it is. So if it is Christian Gonzalez, you could see him going as soon as six if if Detroit likes him or if Detroit wants to. Trade down and say he'll be there, and you could get it see to a twelve spot, and boom, there you are. It's 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 gonna be. What's what's great about the draft not having the quarterbacks that are gonna be in next year because they're already. It's it's funny. Everybody always says you know one year is gonna be the next year is gonna be a a great class. The next year is gonna be a great class. This was a class that was looked at as like it's gonna be a pretty good class. There's no doubt about it. But everybody's looking at 2024. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking. Houston, the Texans are like, we'll gladly move out of the second spot. 
because they want to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Well, and they need any any draft capital they can. They're going to be yes. they are going to be a team looking to deal two and twelve mm-hmm. for next year's draft for at least one pick in next year. Yes, have one, and so they have extra capital um, moving forward. So uh, the combine, it get they're all there, and it gets underway. Um, Today and it goes. I think through Sunday. It goes. I think it goes further than that. I think it goes through Monday. I, I like thought it was. Like, I thought it was like thing. a week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a. It's a long. It's one of those things where it's process. great because you can just flip on the NFL Network and just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That is the fan text line. Um, this text says Eagles have like twenty free agents, something like eleven starters. They do. We went over this right after Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um. But with the way that they are kind of structured with everything and having Jalen Hurts at a low cap number, the main thing is not necessarily re-signing their free agents, but guys not retiring, keeping guys from yeah. retiring. Brandon Graham's old. Fletcher Cox is like their whole defense. Jason Kelsey, like they have a lot of guys who are old. Yeah, and, and that's more of an issue than your free because those guys retire. You, and Kelsey amazing. was their highest paid player last year. I don't know about that. It was either him. No, I think it was no, because Hollywood's number was low because of the way they did his deal. I think AJ Brown may be that guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, 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 I think his actual his actual cap hit wasn't that high hmm. last year, but next year will be. I don't know. Here. But regardless, the their 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 books were really good uh, this past year. This the upcoming year, Darius Slay is Slay was the big guy. one. Twenty two, right? Yeah, he's yeah. at uh, no twenty six. Oh, so he was at twenty two. Now he's going to twenty six. Uh, okay. In 2022, it was uh, Hargrave, then Lane Johnson. Lane was the one. Okay. Yeah. Then Darius Slay. But, yeah, they got, they've got they got some big choices that they need mm-hmm. to make. And having two first-round picks, that kind of helps you Yeah, playing, paying $40 million to uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be a lot. And guys are going to want to go there because they're successful. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 503-864-6326. Let's go behind the numbers. What made Damian Lillard's night where he scored 71 in Moda so special. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, let's go behind the numbers of Damian Lillard's incredible performance last night. Seventy-one points, um, and we we talked about, a lot about some of the numbers. Twenty-two of thirty-eight shooting, thirteen of twenty-two from three, fourteen of fourteen from the free throw line. Seventy-one points, and he did it all in thirty-nine minutes, which is very impressive. Um, but when you go behind the numbers, there's a heck of a lot more that makes this. An impressive night. I mean, there are pages upon pages upon pages of accolades. Let's start with the big one, right? When you have a 71-point performance, this is a list of names that you are joining. You are one of eight players 
including Wilt Chamberlain, Kobe Bryant, David Thompson, David Robinson, Elgin Baylor, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell. Damian Lillard joins that list. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard are the only three players on that list that are not yet in the NBA Hall of Fame. A 70-point game is a clear path to the NBA Hall of Fame. Boom, yeah! That is, see, that's an incredible, that's incredible because Dame's probably on his way there anyways. All, oh, he's, these, he's, all these guys are on their there. way there anyways. Yes. And the only three that aren't are current players. Yes. Which makes it very hard to be in the NBA, mm. or the, the Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, that that's a crazy number, and to see the eighty point or the seventy point games, and like Wilt's name being on it six times. Mm-hmm. If when we talk about the greatest players of all time, like Wilt, he gets left out of that conversation so often because he played in an era where it was just unforeseen yeah. dominance. So we hold that against him. It is what for all of the Michael Jordan played against Plummer stuff. Wilt Chamberlain did. Yeah, but Wilt Chamberlain, when you see photos. It looks like a modern athlete playing alongside a alongside a bunch of players. Yes, like it really does look like this. Yes. He was truly transcendent and special. That's why he's like anytime you see the number, it's Will. It's like ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Damian Lillard matched Donovan Mitchell's seventy-one point performance, the highest scoring uh, output of the season. However, Damian Lillard did not need a double overtime to do uh-huh. such, oh. and seventy-one points is the eighth most points scored in NBA history. The eighth most in NBA history. And Unbelievable. So you have... I didn't like Donovan Mitchell's tweet, by the way. Oh, his, mom, his mom called his him? His mom called yeah. him and tried... Said, Gotta get 72? Yeah. Because uh, it's like, no, we all know you saw that too. <laughs> it's not your mom that called. It's your ego that made you tweet that one. Yes. And the the interesting thing is, is Dame and Dodd are, are actually friends. So <laughs> This is... So the more than 71... You have Wilt, obviously 100. Kobe. Kobe, 81. Da- uh, Robinson's was 71. His was 71? I believe it was 71. Well, David Thompson had 74? Four? Yeah, yes. 74, I think. And then you have Wilt, 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 Wilt. Uh, like, that's an incredible uh, number to, to, to be put out yeah, there. Yeah, David Robinson's 71. It was literally the last game of the season, game 82, for the scoring record. Hmm. And he got 71. That a boy. Go I mean, chase. that is just nuts. Uh, Damian Lillard, at 32 years old, is the oldest player in NBA history with a 70-point game. Huh. In fact, no player over 30 See, has ever scored 30 or 70 or more. This goes back to what I said when he had 60, which is we should appreciate these milestones when they happen because he's literally doing something that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that this is that we may not ever see Dame do it again. He is playing the best basketball of his career right now. And even he believes. And he that. is 32 years old. Yes. 33 this summer. But we know there is a drop off. You hit a peak and then you start going back down. Take in every single one of these that you can right now because they're special. They, they are truly special. And to put into an idea of how special he is, this is his fifth career 60 point performance or better. It is the third most in NBA history, trailing again only Wilt Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant. Seems like we're going to hear Wilt and Kobe a lot. You're going to hear them both. (laughs) This is Dame's 15th 50-point game, or better. That is sixth most in NBA history. The only guys that are ahead of him 
Wilt Chamberlain had 118, so he's only 103 behind Wilt. Yeah, that one you just kind of take off the list. 31 from Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Mm. Uh, Kobe Bean Bryant had 25. Mm. James Harden has 23. Mm. Well, James Harden had 23. I don't think he's ever scored 50 again. Yeah, maybe lost a step. And he is now two behind Elgin Baylor, who had 17. Pretty, pretty good. Yes, it is. Woo! Here's an insane number. Last night, Damian Lillard scored 54 more points than anyone else in the game. It is the largest difference between the top scorers in a game since Kobe Bryant's 81-point game in 2006, where Mike James had the most points after him at 26, a 55-point difference. So, yes, and the foul! Who? <laughs> Marv Albert. Um, so, let's, let's go. Okay. The leading scorer for the... Houston Rockets had 17 points last night. Mm. That was uh, uh, Deshaun Tate had 17 last night. That is an that's a that's a that's big a 58 number. point difference between Damian Lillard and the next highest score. Sheesh, sheesh, <laughs> seven. What do you say? What do you say about that guy? You say, oh, by the way, he had 13 threes which is one shy of Clay Thompson's NBA record 14 and a new franchise and career high for oh. Damian Lillard. Well, my, oh, my, oh, my. Uh, I got one for you. Mm. You mentioned this earlier. This is from Kurt Goldsberry. Uh, he said in his 71-point performance against the Houston Rockets, Damian Lillard became the first player to make at least 400 feet worth of shots in a single game. Mm. He made 420 feet worth of field goals. How very Portland. That is 420. <laughs> 503. He smoked him. Um, and to look at his shot chart, it's one of the most bizarre things ever. Because there is one shot. It's that, on the edge of the chart. They have to create space for it. Well, there's one shot that doesn't make sense. And it's the, it, it, I think Dame would be like, not, not, not the most effective shot in the world. It's the one that he shot like two feet inside the three-point line. Oh, yeah, the long two. <laughs> yeah. Long two's not doesn't, good. Doesn't do, doesn't do many of those. Long two, not good, but 420 feet worth of uh, field goals. That is nuts. The first player ever to shoot 400 feet worth of uh, field goals. And yeah. it just so happens land, land on 420 playing uh, in Portland. Uh, Here's some crazy sick, bro. half numbers. 41 points and eight three-pointers in the first half. Most points in a half in Trailblazers history. Okay. So most points in a game in Trailblazers history, and he resets, in fact, he reset both records because Damian Lillard held the all-time record for the Blazers in a game at 61, as well as the all-time record for points in a half with 36. Jeez. Well, and that goes back to, like, uh, Corey Jez. He tweeted out at halftime that it was this season the most efficient half of basketball this season. He has actually clarified that even further to say it is the third most efficient night in the NBA since 1996. That's crazy. Brandon Jennings is number one. Really? Yes. I believe he had a 50-point performance where he went absolutely bonkers. I think he was 18 of 21. The Italian stallion? He had like an effective or a, a true shooting percentage, I want to say, of like 97%. Hmm. It was truly nuts. Well, I thought he was going to be really good when he came out here for the last. Oh, he had a mixtape. My goodness, he played for Oak Hill Academy, mm -hmm. and he came out here, and he was—he was on a different planet than anybody else. He completely, truly special. He was great, and he was lefty. Yeah, made, made it look made it look pretty. 
Yeah. Damian Lillard last night was the first player with a 40-point half and a 30-point half in the same game since Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, my God. That is impressive. That is impressive. Thank you. Ooh, very nice. Appreciate uh, you, Dirk. Uh, that was me. Was that you? That sounded like dirt. <laughs> no, that was dirt. Oh, that was dirt? That's what it says on the cut anyway. I thought, it said, I thought that was me. <laughs> I, I know hear. the sound of your own voice better than you do apparently now. Good. Uh, I thought that was me. That was dirt. All right. Fair enough. Oh, my God. That is impressive. Oh, uh, now I yeah. hear it. Now I hear it. There it is. Yep, that's dirt. Wow. Is that all the stats we got? Oh, no. There we, there, oh, there's more. Are you there's kidding? There's so much more. Over his last 19 games, Damian Lillard is averaging 39.4 points. And this is where it gets bat s crazy. 19 games, he has six 40-point games, one 50-point game, one 60-point game, and one 70-point game. He is averaging 40.7 over his last 13. Over the last 50 years, the only players to average that many points over a 13-game span. 50 years. Kobe Bryant, James Harden, Damian Lillard. Wow. You know, that's the list. Does that make you feel a little bad because the other two guys on that list are complete ball hogs and, and black holes? No, because the runs they went on in those periods were some of the most dominant runs of basketball we have ever seen. That's what I like to hear. Second spectrum tracking data. Last night, Damian Lillard, unfortunately for Dyson Knicks, scored 30 points. On 13 shots when defended by Dyson Nix. He had 15 points on seven shots when guarded by Jay Sean Tate. After the game, Damian Lillard was drug tested. Now, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I think him getting drug tested after the game. Back to back days. This falls right in line with every DK Metcalf. He has that the viral video. All of a sudden gets tested. He has a dunk in the Celebrity All-Star game. Mm. Test it. Guys who hit like three home run games in Major League Baseball. I don't know. It's random, man. Yeah. Damian Lillard gets tested four times a year, and two of them are in back-to-back days. You know what's funny is um, the only time uh, I ever got tested in the military, because they, they do drug test in the military, conveniently enough, is what every single time I came home from leave. No, no way. It's literally the only time I ever got drug tested is when I came home from leave. No way. It was weird. Totally random. I love this. I love all of it. Um, and, you know, Damien Lillard, I think, was something that's getting lost in that 71. Uh, hmm. 13 made three-pointers. Yeah. 13 Second made, most in NBA history. Yeah. And that was like an afterthought because he was chasing. Because he was scoring 71. so well everywhere. Yeah. and it was 14 kind of, of 14 to the free throw line. And then it was just like. He's got five to go. Three, wait, three to go. Wait, wait. He's only got one to go. Oh my gosh, this is good. this may happen. Wrong, didn't happen. Um, Clay Thompson, your record still is safe. Those are the numbers behind Damian Lillard's incredible seventy-one point performance. Here's another last night. another number, team number okay. from last night. One win. Not just that. Oh, the Rockets took a hundred field goals as a team. Do you know how many of the Trailblazers took? Uh uh-uh. uh Seventy-seven. Oh jeez. Twenty-three. Less shots. As a team, the Trailblazers shot 55-51-77. What? They hit 20 of 39 threes. Damian Lillard hitting 13 of them. Helpful. Hmm. Uh, Jeremy Grant efficient. He shot 50% from the field. He did. 50% from three. And you know what's... 10 shots up. Not the most incredible number, but the most incredible capping number of all of this. 
Dame Lillard had the ball that much, shot that often, created that much, two turnovers. Hey, look at that again. Thank you, Rockets. Thank Truly you, Rockets. tremendous stuff. All right, uh, 503-864-6326. Uh, it is time for the worst day on the web. A slip of the tongue, uh, that can bite you. Yeah, it can. Uh, like it, it did with, with you earlier. Mm. Uh, Freud would have a field day with this one. Mm. Danny and Dusty on the fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucks. When you get paid to talk for a living, sometimes you say things and you don't mean to say them, you know? Or you do. Or, or, or you do. Or you do. Just slip of the tongues happen. Like when Damian Lillard's uh, entire day got jacked up mm. yesterday. Is that what it was? Mm, I think that's what you meant to say. Mm. Um, or was it? Keith- His timing's all jacked up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> there it is right there. Uh, Keith Hernandez, he is, uh, you may know him from the New York Mets or Seinfeld. I mean, either one. You, 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 you either either one of those. For, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, He's he's been on that too. I bet you more people know him from that. Uh, and not being an MVP yeah. or World Series champion. Yeah. Outside of New York, yes. Like an 11-time gold glove mm-hmm. winner, two-time silver slugger, mm-hmm. won a batting title, an MVP, five-time All-Star. The zeitgeist yeah. that is Seinfeld. Can do that. Yeah, I bet it. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it can. Oh yeah, the Seinfeld guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Keith Hernandez now does color commentary for the New York Mets, and in a spring training affair, uh, they were playing the the Miami Marlins, and Jazz Chisholm Jr. stepped up to the plate. He's a, he's an all star. He's a pretty good baseball player, and that's where things went horribly wrong for Keith Hernandez of Seinfeld. You've got De La Cruz and Sanchez returning in the corner outfield positions. They can play all over. Uh, Chaz Chisholm is going to uh, is going to start in center field, and uh, he's not here he today. It. He's not played a he single it. game in center field his entire and, professional uh, life. He knew it. Yeah. He knew it. Right. You heard this pause. He's like, "Oh no, that's getting clear." And those oh, are the worst. Yeah. Those are the worst right there. Because you know his play-by-play man did exactly. What I do to you, mm-hmm. I just give you the look, yep. and you know, we all know, yep. we all know when it happens that I he, literally did it an hour ago. He got the look and was just like, "Oh, brother, <laughs> here we go again, here we go again." When you say a couple thousand words every day yep. in a couple hours, you are bound to step in it at some point in time. His name is Jazz Chisholm, okay? Not Chaz, yeah, not Chaz Chisholm. Uh, that is not. Jazz Chisholm's name. Well, it's a, I can understand the slip of the it's, tongue. It's, it's, it's a tongue twister. Yeah. And if you're, bleh, it's very easy to step well, into it. Well, see, another thing is you're going to have to think real hard every time you get ready to say that name, too. Jazz Chisholm. <laughs> yeah. There is a, uh, <laughs> there's a, a family story that we have. I'll let the family member not be known. Uh, <clears throat> but there was a, an issue with a student, like a, not even a student teacher, like uh, somebody that was working in the classroom alongside, like a student, a teaching assistant, right? And uh, <laughs> my stepdad goes in for a meeting, <laughs> and the lady's name was Mrs. Teeter, but everybody called her Mrs. Tweeter. <laughs> so he's like, I don't understand what the, what the problem with Mrs. Tweeter is, you know? Like, And he's like, says it multiple times, <laughs> and the teacher's like, uh, 
See, I think that may be one of the problems is, is that her name is actually Mrs. Teeter. He's like, oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> we lost it on that one. Well, yep. That is the worst when you when you call somebody by the wrong name mm. to their face. Multiple times. Like, oh, <laughs> that's not good. What is, I know better than what that. What is your, your course of action? If you're stuck in a conversation and you know somebody's name mm. and it's just escaping you. Mm-hmm. Do you just avoid it at all costs, or do you go and make a nickname, nickname up on the spot, like brother or pal, pal Bob? No, uh, buddy. it's 2023. I just go, they, them now, right? Hey! <laughs> you know? I just, uh, hey, there there you are. There you are, pal. There mm. they are. There they are. Uh, no, this is one thing that uh, my wife and I have, have have done quite often is if I cannot for the life of me remember, I just will give her a nudge and she knows that I either don't or forgot because I'm not good with names. Get, get, her, get her to introduce and She'll say the name. She'll introduce herself again, but sometimes the person won't say their name back. Mm. And it's like, oh, now we're in it. Now we're in it, and that is always a tough one for me. But um, all comes right back around to Seinfeld when he couldn't remember his girlfriend's name. Mm. And they're making out. And she goes, "Oh, Jerry," and he goes, "Oh, you, you, no. Boop. Dolores." Yeah, there's been. Uh... You know, dude is now non-binary. Oh, that's great. Hey, I go, dude. Hey, what's up, dude? Um, no, that's your go. Your go-to is dude. dude. Yeah, dude. What's up, dude? Yeah, I can't. I... They just um, I'm just bad with names. I also have no shame, and I don't mind going. I'm awful with names. I'm I, this is embarrassing for me, because at this point it's not embarrassing for me. But I say that it mm. is, you know, because have you ever had somebody like you know no, and you short circuit their name? Yeah. Oh yeah. That is the worst feeling. Yeah. Imaginable. Hi, I know you. We've had like multiple dinners together. We've gone out. We've worked together for years. I'm short circuiting on your actual name. Yeah. Sometimes your brain just doesn't work. I've had that happen for the first time in my life, like oh. three months ago. And I went, uh, uh that's okay. Com- but rebooted. Yeah. Com- uh, that's what I was like, Oh God, am, am I dying? No, you're not dying. You're just uh, showing that you're human. And maybe mm. we got hit in the head a lot, quite a few times. Mm-hmm. So we'll fix that. We'll fi- mm. fix that. I don't think we will. Okay. Um, Jake the Hater's in. He says, I go with inappropriate nicknames to keep them on their toes. Ooh. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I can't even read what you use as your example, (laughs) but uh, I go with, hey, blank, it's non-binary and just as offensive to make them remember. Wow. (laughs) Now, that... you want to read that one? Yeah. That is one way of executing this. That's all I got. Yeah. Is that's one way to do it. A bleep face? That is yeah. certainly a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you just... Oh. And because if, if they're offended by it, they'll just walk away. But you can't do and that, that and at that's work. A win. And that's a win. Yeah. Yeah, they can't... You can't do that at work, though. I mean, you could. Uh, no. no. HR... I'm going to let... I'm just going to go ahead and fill you in on some. You don't want to do that here. Oh, I, mean, I think I think Mary avoids us. I think she she gave me the new. Oh, hire. she does. But when you say something to someone else, oh, they right. then will go to her, and that's mm. unavoidable. She will avoid us, yeah, as a group because she doesn't want to hear what we say to one mm. another. That's fair. But you can't go and do that outside to, the circle of trust. Yeah, you oh, can't okay. go to sales or another station, uh, or anything else. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that at all. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
All right. Um, Noted. We got one more thing. I'm not actually having surgery. I've been suspended. Oh, that's not surprising. <laughs> in our in our number three, we'll go through uh, some of the audio from Damian Lillard over the last couple of days. It's very telling yes. about who he is and how he's wired because a lot of folks uh, chimed in on the fan text line earlier saying, uh, it, we need to trade Dame. Get him out of here for his own goodwill. But before we do that, um, I, I've been talking to a few folks out there about a hire in the Pac-12 that may be one of the sneaky best hires of of this offseason. Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. Oh dear Lord. Now that is just screaming. This is just screaming. Now is this the stuff? Is this your wheelhouse of, of Metal Monday? This is Metal Monday, by the way. It is. Um, this is the wheelhouse. This this is this is a, this is hard as I get to. Is what? This is as hard as I get to it with it. Like okay, this, which this is, is the screaming. Yeah, um, that is screaming. This actually it, it drops out, and you hear him kind of going into a harmonic okay. voice, but harmonic, not demonic. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet he does. I bet he does. Um, okay, one there's a it kind of this one flew into the radar, and um, I it didn't get a whole lot of publicity, and I started poking around because I looked at it and I said, this is a sneaky good hire this is a really good hire in the pac 12 mm-hmm. and um they just didn't seem like very much traction but last thursday the oregon ducks hired mike cavanaugh as the assistant offensive line coach um and on the surface everybody's probably just going huh assistant offensive line coach big whoop who cares this is a this is an outstanding hire, and I talked to a few guys that um, either played against uh, four, have connections for guys that played four. Um, Mike Cavanaugh coach guys, and overwhelmingly, it has the returns are this is a steal of a hire. He is regarded, uh, and if if it said the name sounds familiar, he was a longtime offensive line coach at Oregon State under Mike Riley. Um, and he is a guy that no matter where he's been, he's has 35 years of experience. He has pumped out guys, NFL caliber offensive linemen. Is 35 years? Is that, is that good? That's a really good, uh, run that he's had. And this hire is good for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, one, they got a leak Terry, who is the, the offensive line coach that they Mm -hmm. brought in. Um, Oregon did. And, with Mike Kavanaugh, one thing that you got to know about Kavanaugh is that all this man wants to do is coach offensive linemen. He wants to coach offensive linemen to the point where he will go up to defensive linemen after games and tell them, why aren't you playing on the offensive line? Asking them why they're so stupid. <laughs> why, do you hate money, I believe is the direct <laughs> quote. Um, 
What's the most important position group of football outside of quarterback? It's offensive line. Mm-hmm. Well, and now it's your edge rusher, too. Yeah. But Kavanaugh has 35 years' experience, which is a huge deal uh, for Oregon because every staff needs some grizzled vets on it. Mm-hmm. In Oregon staff, we've talked about it so much, it is overwhelmingly Super young. Super young. But you need a guy who's been through the fire, who's seen some S, good, bad, and ugly. And Mike Kavanaugh, over his career, whether it be at the University of Hawaii, Oregon State, Syracuse, Arizona State, Mm -hmm. he has seen some S. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, and ugly. That is one thing. Two, he's a developer of talent. And no matter where he's been, I I just named four schools that he's been at. Not one of them is a football powerhouse. Yet every single stop that he has been at, he has churned out NFL players. And really damn good NFL yes. players, too, that, that he has coached. And three is he gets this gig and focuses on what he needs to do most, coaching football. Alik Terry, he can be a recruiting monster. Mm-hmm. He can go out and he can hit the recruiting tail and recruit, recruit, recruit. Go sit in those living rooms with parents and get those kids to commit. The guy that has seen everything that there is to see over 35 years of coaching Division One football, the guy who is a technician and a tactician mm-hmm. in, his, in his craft, in Mike Kavanaugh, can coach the football players. This is a really good hire for Dan Lanning and his staff. This is the crusty old first sergeant. You're damn right. For, for those that don't get that reference when you're in the military you've got a senior enlisted man who's your first sergeant and that is or your first shirt and this guy is usually responsible for handling disciplinary actions throughout the unit and is usually very well respected very crusty very experienced and they're hyper focused on development of their unit Feel like that's one's gonna get dropped. I don't think you can't do you can't develop that. That's just <sighs> you're born with it. Well, teach their own. But I digress. That is what Kavanaugh is here. Mm-hmm. Is that you bring this guy in who is singularly focused on developing the most important position group in your program. Yeah. You have the most depth, the most importance, the probably the widest skill curve. Yeah. It, that or corner? Uh, yeah. Well, as far as like the development curve, and, and I'm mean, again, we're we're, yeah. we're taking quarterback out quarterback of this. Quarterback out of it. Yeah, uh, middle linebacker too, depending on what defense you're in. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's there, it's the, there for the, sure. The difference between a good and a great offensive lineman yeah. is dramatic. Yeah, footwork, handwork, body control, strength, technique, everything that goes into it. There's just, and one of the things you've talked about with Kavanaugh is that he is a master of developing that stuff, the micro skills. Anybody can go if you've got the right frame, put on size and strength. Yeah, you can get you you can work with your, your strength and conditioning guys to get your body right. But what makes elite offensive linemen is the little stuff. Yeah, and this is the thing that I'm excited for is that. You know, we know him and what he was able to do, and he actually did a really good job. The the offensive line was not a problem at Nebraska. <laughs> Everything else was. No. Uh, but this guy, he has done it really without the top-end talent coming in. He's taken these blank canvases and kind of built them up and re- built refined them a lot. Which is even more impressive to me. But now, the, the this part I'm excited for is you get to an Oregon program where – you are bringing in four and five star offensive. The canvases linemen. are nicer, 
and your starting point is a lot higher. Mm-hmm. And to see, I'm excited to see what he and Elite Terry can do uh, with the offensive lineman at, at Oregon because they, if he can continue to elevate like he has throughout his entire career, um, Ducks may be onto something here. And it was a, it's a small hire, but it's a sneaky good one. And, you know, I know that a lot of B fans are going to be like, oh, man. You know, how, but you guys got Mahalchek, who's doing more than a fantastic job as well yeah, at Oregon uh, State. They've put out plenty of NFL offensive line. Well, Mahalchek, who's there now, he, he put together and developed one of the best groups. And so that's not a problem for yeah. you right now. Um, and it's not a problem at Oregon either. I don't know how they pulled him off the scrap heap, but. They did, and they got a pretty damn good one uh, in in Mike Cavanaugh. So a small but good hire, and I think that also says to some Duck fans, the Dan Lanning ego, he can put it aside and bring in guys, and so can hit the rest of his staff, uh, like Aleek Terry, who's going to be working alongside uh, Kavanaugh's uh, off- assistant offensive line. It's coach. interesting. Pac- those guys. Pac-12 becoming a trench school, becoming a quarterback conference. Like yep. This is... Uh... I don't know what to do with my hands. How about this? Um, Mike Cavanaugh started his head or started his coaching career before Dan Lanning was born. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think just after was Lanning thirty six. No, it was nineteen eighty six. In in Lanning was born in April of eighty six. Cavanaugh started in nineteen eighty six. Good God! All. Yeah, yeah. Been around a while. Yeah, he's got him doubled been a, up. He's been, he been around a while. Okay, um, let's get to hour number three. We, we're going to start hour number three with a big announcement, and it is a big station announcement, and I think y'all are going to love it. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 